0: You don't like that. You don't like NBA basketball. 360. Oh, hit him with the sauce. Got it. Oh. And one. Fires a long
1: oh. one. Oh, my Nothing but ben- Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of All Nat brought to you by OTS. I'm your host, Natalie, but most people call me Nat. And today, Warriors Twitter, I have a legend with me, Andy Lou from Light Years, I'm sure as you all know. Um, the person who created the term "stuff better. Um, <laughs> someone who used to terrorize the TL in a way that I enjoyed, but really used to drive others crazy. So Andy, thank you. Thank you for joining me. I'm so happy to have you on today.
0: Oh, thank you for having me on. I think uh, it's good to see more people uh, talk Warriors. I always feel like there's not, you know, there's not there. It's always the same people that talk the Warriors in terms of media. I don't consider myself media, so it's nice to see different people uh talk media especially people of color women so it's always nice uh versus the same old faces uh so
1: it's cool it's cool oh i appreciate that coming from you yeah, yeah. um i'm definitely not media i'm just a psycho fan so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's cool that's even better honestly
1: yeah, yeah so i mean did you just finish watching the Celtics game and 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 Nets? Because that's what I was watching before it's we just started.
0: <laughs> be- beautiful, absolutely beautiful basketball. I, I, I think that game is kind of like the epitome of um, kind of one team that's kind of does it, like the Warriors. Like you've got one team that's kind of like similar to the Warriors, where they've got a lot of players that they drafted and grew up together, and then you got the other team that's kind of your standard, uh, your super team, right? And so it's kind of it's cool, and you know, as as Warriors fans, I, I don't know about you, but it's cool to see, you know, kind of KD get a get what, you know, he wanted this, right? Yeah. He he wanted this. He wanted Brooklyn. He wanted that scenario. Yeah. And um. That that's what happens. Listen, that's...
1: I'm enjoying it, and I don't. I am not afraid to say it. I love it. I'm glad. I mean, I personally initially wanted us to play the Nets so we could just beat them. Right. But they couldn't handle their business. I will take them getting swept in the first round. That's equally as enjoyable.
0: <laughs> well, that well, that's that's even worse. Like if they had lost in six or seven, you're kind of sitting here and you're like, oh, you know, okay, maybe they those guys played well. Um, they but they got swept.
1: Like Waps. You, you
0: can't, I mean, even Lebr- I guess LeBron got swept one time in the finals by the Warriors. Right. But like, I mean, has Steph even ever lost a series in five, right? No, like it's like, games, it's, no
1: less than six right. games. It's just, Waps. it's not like KD is by himself. <laughs>
0: He's got some good players next to him. It's not just him. So I, it, it's, oh, frankly, it's a little embarrassing. Uh, very. <laughs> it's very embarrassing. So. Very,
1: uh, very. Yeah. And um, Yeah. I it's crazy because I hopped right on to talk to you because normally, you know, I'd be firing off tweets yeah, on the TL, yeah. but I'm still going to get them off. Yeah, um, got all night. Yeah, the Celtics clearly understood the assignment that the Warriors did not. So <laughs> let, let's talk about our Dubs, Andy. So what happened the other night, right? Why didn't they close it out? What did you see? Yeah,
0: for me, I think this team, that small lineup is is amazing. I love it. I do think defensively there's going to be a problem with what that small lineup. I think when you play three guards like that, um, like those defensive mistakes were, were, it was Steph, Clay and Paul just haven't played minutes together. They just, they just have not And you saw them make mistakes defensively. I don't think it was like, it's not like they were getting isolated on. It's not like Steph was right. too small. Like it's just, they're just leaving guys open. But the problem with that is like we saw that in the regular season a little bit. So you know, at end of the day, Denver made a ton of shots, but they also got a lot of wide open shots. So they defensively, did. I'm sitting there like can, can they can they get it together defensively, especially not leaving guys wide open in the corner. If they can, they'll be fine cuz offensively they're just they're monstrous, they're amazing.
1: I mean, I think the Clay getting into foul trouble early also really threw things off a lot. Um what team would like cuz I mean, I I think I mean, I'm not looking ahead, really. But I, I think they're going to close it out at home in five. I think they'll they'll take care of business. And so assuming they do, what team concerns you that you think like that small lineup would be an issue? Because I actually think we pose like a matchup issue for the Suns, right? So I don't yes. like people are so concerned about us and, you know, Aiden and and we don't have right. an interior presence. But I think we're a matchup problem for the Suns, um, even with Booker there right
0: I, I agree um I think it's Giannis probably the only guy but like is Giannis even gonna get to the finals now Giannis is gonna have to play this Boston team that without Chris Middleton right so Denver has this unique like mismatch with Jokic where he's a he's a true big that that the Warriors can't because with Ayton and and Jaron Jackson like those guys are big but they're not like you know, they're not they're not putting you under the hoop like the way Jokic is, and they're not forcing you in a double. Like, cool, Jaron Jackson, you want to post up? Great, DeAndre Ayton, great. We'll let you do that all day. So I think it is kind of unique to Denver. Um, I guess the only team looking forward that I think the Warriors will have this problem defensively with that lineup, where I think like they just might not be able to guard them, is probably Giannis. Like that is probably the only guy I feel like. Yeah, he might just run this team over the way that Jokic is kind of doing right now. And and while Jokic has only Monte Morris next to him, like Chris Middleton is all right, right? Drew, Drew Holiday is okay. That's probably the only guy. I, now I'm looking ahead to the NBA Finals, right? That's kind of kind of crazy. But I right. don't really see those mismatches as much with Memphis and, and Phoenix, if so, Phoenix know, way, makes it.
1: The way that I think about the Bucks, because I always hear people like, well, what are you going to do with Giannis? And I'm just like, well what are you going to do with Steph? I mean, the way that I see it is like, you just take away Giannis's guys. And I'm not saying like, that's totally easy, but like Giannis himself alone cannot beat you like it, like he can't. Um, and I don't think like, so Chris Middleton is good. He's Mm -hmm. a very good player, but he still has like his question marks if you ask me in my opinion in terms of like what he can Mm do and I still think like I think they're the kinds of players that you can't always trust them to be good on the road you know even Mm -hmm. though they're not role Mm -hmm. players they're the like stars of the team him and Drew along like you know they're Giannis's co-stars but I still don't trust them to necessarily play great consistently on the road um and then Drew I mean if they're putting Drew on staff I mean, I'm sure at times, I don't know if it's he's going to be the only person, but mm-hmm. like trying to chase around Steph all game, like that's going to tire him out. But I think the Bucks need Drew to be effective offensively. Like he can't just be like a defensive player for he's, them. In that he's, series. he's
0: on and off all the time. Right. right? And then now on you
1: add off. to that, like probably the toughest person he would have to guard, like in any series. And I just, I don't know. I like, I don't think it would be easy, but I like, I see where like, while our, our size could hurt us, like we still have some advantages that we can exploit against them.
0: I'm with you. That's, that's just how the NBA is now too. It's just, it's just, I saw Brooklyn ended the game today with four guards. Four, I mean, Bruce Brown's a gu- four guards and Kevin Durant. That's how they ended the right. game, and and they, I mean, they lost not because like they couldn't rebound. They lost because that those guys just don't know how to play defense. Like, it's just, and they don't know how to play de- defense together. So you would think Clay's going to get better too. Wiggins has been very good defensively. Like he's our defensive stopper because I think Clay's kind of your guy where he, he's he's I mean, we may have to wait till next year like till right. t- 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 he's till he's back yeah. defensively, and then P- Po and Steph. Well, I shouldn't say Poole and Steph. I should say Steph is good defensively, and Poole kind of loses his mind a little bit because he's 22 years old. Um, but I, I think defensively, I mean, you're right. It's just – I don't know if there's a team out there that punishes him like that. And then Chris – again, Chris Chris is also coming off an MCL. Like, he's going through the same injury that Steph is going through. Like, we just – like, we don't know. And then, Boston, and then Boston's got their own small lineup. So there's no – there's no lineup out there that you're going to say they're going to crush that small lineup. So I'm with you. Um, at the end of the day, it's it's what can this team do to offensively um, that that can end that offense. I think they've got the best offense in the NBA, like that, that five. Best I agree. Like
1: healthy, definitely. And we just yeah. didn't get to see them intact for most of the year. So our rating for the season wouldn't reflect it, yep. but. Yep. Yep. So I want to talk some more about the teams in the East, but let's come back to the West yep. for a second. So. Minnesota and the Grizzlies. Like have you been paying attention to that series? Have you been watching it? Cuz going yeah. in I feel like everyone was picking the Grizzlies and I picked the Grizzlies in 7, but I was like this oh, wow. is honestly a pick 'em series to me. Like I don't wow. I don't know why everyone thinks like the Grizzlies are just going to go in there and dominate the Wolves just based on like the 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 matchup. Like the the Wolves have the athleticism, they have the length to me, the talent level is comparable on both teams. So I just thought um, it was going to be a close matchup. Their games during the season were close. So I just thought it was like a pick 'em, And I was giving the edge really to Memphis because they have home court and yep. I think a better coach. But honestly, the Wolves have really played, been the better team throughout okay. this series. Like they should be up 3-1. They just yep. had an epic collapse. And so, like, the 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 Grizzlies keep falling into deficits, 26, 20-plus, 20 15. Like, Ja has just – I mean, he's had, I think, maybe one total good game in this series. He keeps getting attacked. Yep. Um, And yep. the, what's happening to Ja is what people think happens to Steph when he gets mm-hmm. attacked, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just been abysmal on defense. So, I am – not certain, like who's actually coming out of that series. So I'm curious to know what you think in terms of what you think about it, but also what you think the matchup would look like if we went against either one of those teams. Because I really don't know who it's going to be.
0: I so you're you're smarter than you're smarter than a lot of people who called this as a Memphis and kind of five or six. And I, I was similar. I was like, if I had to pick, I'll probably pick Memphis and five or six, right? But also on the, on the one side, I, I kept saying Memphis is. They're a young team. They are a young basketball team. And I, I, you know, we all think that they're going to be a championship contender. But you don't get to skip steps, right? Like we watched Memphis last season, and they beat the Warriors in that playing game, and and Jaw was amazing. Then they beat Utah in game. They lost four in a row after that. Like you don't ju- like if you if Memphis had won and beat Utah last season, then they lost in the second round. Then I'd be like, okay, cool. Like they're, they're winning right. the series. They they've won before. Right. They've gone through some heartbreak. They'll know how to win. They haven't done that. And and it just this this always happens no matter what everyone you remember the Warriors right everybody listening like they know they went through the Spurs and then Chris Paul and the Clippers like those were tough series that the Warriors lost then they broke through won the championship so Memphis I think they're they're a step away this series has been weird because I people have been saying that Jaws been playing poorly and they've kind of said like oh he'll be fine he'll be fine but in my head I'm like well. There's a reason why he's playing poorly. Like they're they're not guarding him. Like they're they're essentially throwing a wall up against him and saying, "Hey, we're just not going to let you go to the basket." Yep. And draw fouls and you're going to have to figure out either how to make threes or shoot in a mid race jump shot or I mean what he's doing right now, he's finding open players, which he is. So that that's good. But for them to be at their best, he has to average 24, 25, 26 points, which he's not doing. So I, you know, maybe that's a sustainable problem moving forward on Minnesota side. For me, uh, they're similar to Memphis. They're just, they're young. Like they're young and I'm watching and I'm like, sometimes I'm like, uh, Anthony Edwards, sometimes he just doesn't touch the ball for five minutes and they don't have a point guard that can get him in the ball. Same with Anthony towns, who I really like, but he seems to like either be super soft or overcompensates and becomes too aggressive. And then he starts fouling everyone. Um, it's a little odd though. I like him. So that's, that's a team that I think like if D'Lo was, you know, you know, I I hate Chris Paul, but like if D'Lo was like a mini Chris Paul, like I think that team, that team is, is a lot better. Right. But D'Lo is more of a scoring guard. So I can't tell you who's going to win. I'm with you. They should probably be up three, one. It still feels like Memphis is still going to win. But I think if you're a Warriors fan, regardless of who you play, is it not, is it not like the fact that you've got Minnesota who's pushing this Memphis team to the limits like it bodes well for the Warriors and it bodes well for that small lineup. I think that's the most important thing. It bodes well for that small lineup where you just you don't think that they're really going to punish you that hard um, right. uh, with that small lineup because it just it does it feels like you can do playoff schemes against Jaw and take away a lot of what he could do.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think for me, I think the reason why I thought it was going to be a long series aside from some of the stuff I said earlier is just, I always wonder what Ja was going to look like once playoff defenses, like started to key in on him. And then also the Grizzlies just get a lot of their, their, a lot of their scoring comes in transition. And so I was like, I don't really think that they're a great half court team. I don't think when Ja does get double, that he handles them that well. You know, I just knew that, like, if his ability to get to the room was taken away, um, mm-hmm. I wanted to see how he would handle it. And I don't think he has figured that out, or he's trying to figure it out he's in trying, this series. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Um, yeah, that's that that's that's why I thought it might be like challenging and it would it would go somewhat long. I also, unlike a lot of people, I I still think Carl Anthony Towns is probably the best player in this series. I'm with you. I'm with. <laughs> I'm, I agree. I, we well, we may be the only ones though.
0: We we might be the only ones, but
1: now he hasn't played like it all four games, right? He's had like now, I think two good games one really bad one and I don't know and like he was in foul trouble for like another so no one's really played great like Ant Davis kind of I mean not Anthony Davis Ant Edwards kind of was talked about the most after game one but like Cat had a big game that game and then he was really good in the last game that they won Um, so he hasn't like been like the best player every night on the court but I just think talent for talent I still think he's the best player in the series and I don't and I don't think there's actually a really large gap between Anthony Edwards and Ja so I felt like Mm -hmm. like I felt like I felt like Ja might be the either the first or second best player in the series but then after that I thought that the wolves had like the second and maybe third i mean i guess it depends like some people might feel like it's jaron jackson or whatever but i just i thought their talent level was pretty equal and i was like you know everyone kept saying oh oh you know like the wolves they don't have any experience i'm like well they have the same exact experience as memphis I said, <laughs> they want a play in game right both teams want a play in game and i said cat has been to the postseason he's been in the playoffs mm-hmm. D'Angelo has been in the playoffs. They just haven't done it together, but they they've all had like an experience, like a a first round. So it's interesting to watch. I have no clue who we're going to play. Like part of me still wants the Grizzlies because I want the Warriors to shut them up. But, um, yep. Yep. But, um, I, I, you know, it would be funny too, to just laugh at them if they didn't make it out the first round after all the clock.
0: The humbling comes for everyone is what I always say. Now, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now, now, I think there's one, you know, well, you, you hit on this a little bit earlier. Playoff defense, there, there's never been a bigger gap, I think, between playoff basketball versus regular season basketball is, is what we're seeing now. I mean, just like literally just watch Draymond, right? It's like the dude, the dude looked fucking terrible a month ago, and now he's freaking all-world defensive player of the last generation, of the last 10 years. It's ridiculous to see. Um, and I think we're seeing that a little bit with this Memphis team. Um Four games in, but I I have a kind of theory where it's just Memphis. I have a theory about this with Phoenix, especially, is that they're like the peak Spurs where they are incredible. Just day in, day out against every single team, 82 games, they will win 65 every single time because their floor is so high. It's, It's just they're going to be very good every single night. But in the postseason, when you talk about kind of how high the ceiling is, I don't know if Phoenix is 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 that high, and I think with Memphis, like a lot of their successes, they just have like ten great like role players. They just all of them are good. Like the Warriors, they just don't have that many. Like it's hard. Like the Anthony Mountain and 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 Tyus Jones and uh, Zaire Williams and all these Brandon Clark, all these guys are just drafting. They're just like they do them on the court. They're just awesome at all times. Right the Warriors are kind of they're just an older team and you kinda of love JTA love Damien Lee love B- uh, maybe not but like these guys where you're just like they might not be as good but when you're talking about the playoffs and you're talking about specific schemes then we're talking about you know Zyra Williams might not be that good in, in in a series because he's just it's not the regular season versus the Warriors they're just going to play their guys eight, eight right. right eight deep so I think that's you know a little bit different from what used to happen, where you know people kind of played a little bit harder for a two games. But I think you're kind of seeing that with the Memphis a little bit,
1: yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I'm really curious how that series is gonna go. And yeah. I'm very curious now about the Sun series um versus the Pelicans. So because book went down, right? And I don't think he's coming back in that series. Nope. So, um I still have the suns winning it. But I think the Blazers can I mean not the Blazers, I think the Pelicans can push them. Um and possibly get out the series. But I, you know, I'm still leaning the 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 Suns, but I just think that's gonna be a close series now. Oh,
0: well, I know. It's it's weird. Like that's that's not that thing's not a joke because they can just take away CP3 with with Herb Jones and just a trap. They can just take them away. And when that happens, then then what? Um, that's All where right. Devin Booker comes in, and he's awesome. But and, and the crazy thing is, in Game Two, when D Book got hurt, um they were losing. Like D Book had thirty some at halftime, they were losing that game. um Not to say that they would have lost. The Suns probably win in five, right? If D Book is playing, but still, right? Like, this this Suns, I think Pelicans are kind of like a, in a disguise. They're a pretty damn good team, right? In disguise, but. Yeah. I think I think if you're the Suns, I I wouldn't. I think if you're the Suns, I think they may have a tougher time beating the Pelicans than Memphis beating the Timberwolves. I think it's it's tough sledding with just they, they're not getting any shots at the rim because they don't have anyone that can get to the rim, and if their threes don't fall, that's it. So right. that's
1: And I mean, Draymond tweeted this, and I, actually I had even said it before him, but people were killing me, and and he was just like, "Oh well, with D book out, like." The The Pelicans have the two best players um, in the in the series, you know, no, no disrespect to he didn't tweet it. He said it on his show and mm-hmm. someone tweeted it. And, um, you know, he's like, no disrespect to Chris Paul. And I had said the same thing. And Woo. people because people know that I, you know, I, I'm not a fan of the short man. And so, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> people wait, thought so, I was. Wait,
0: so who are the two, Ingram and and Ingram and, and, and C.J.?
1: Yeah, and you know wow. what? I mean, I'm assuming he was talking about C.J. That's who I was talking about. But here's the thing, right? The reason I say that is obviously, like, neither of these guys are better than Chris Paul for his career. But, like, aside from taking away Chris Paul, who's making all the decisions and who's the primary playmaker, right? They also need him to be, like, their main scorer, too, or, like, one of them, Right? And, like, he cannot do that for you on a consistent basis. He's yet to play two good games in a row. It's, like, game one and then game three. And one of the games was sort of average. The last night he had four points. You know, like, at this stage, I know what I'm going to get from CJ. Even if he's a little inefficient, I know what I'm going to get from him. You're going to get his scoring production. He's an on-ball creator, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and BI can, like, they can just, you know, Chris Paul, you're relying on him to assist and get the other guys going, yep. but like, A-N, he has to be set up. Cam Johnson wasn't hitting any threes last night, so they just, mikel Bridges needs to be set up like but they have two guys who can just you know someone said to me now I sound like ball don't stop but it's like they have two guys who can go get you buckets you know and like that can be the difference in a series so when I say it's better it's it's more that CJ is more reliable to me like I can count on him I think for the most part to give me be a 20 point score throughout the series I don't know that I can get that from Chris Paul so when I say he's the better player that's what I mean I don't. I didn't hear Draymond's explanation, but you know, and even if he's not, like, fine. If um, Chris Paul is the best player, then they have the, the second and third best player left, right now. Uh-huh. Or, uh-huh. or would you consider eight and better than either one of them?
0: Well, I think. I think. I mean, Jonas Valanciunas. We watched last night. Like we we see big man ball in in, in the postseason. Like a lot of it gets. You know, if you're not Embiid or Jokic, who, who I think are the two best bigs, and then you've got Cat, who even he struggles a little bit, right? Like, I think if you're not those guys and you're Aiden, like, how good are you as compared to Jonas Valanciunas, right? Like, it's kind of right. about the same level almost. And and so, oh, yeah, I'm with you. And then you talk about the rest of the players, like Cam Johnson, Cam campaign has been terrible, um Jay Crowder like those guys are just guys right like they did right. they're they're just dudes out there versus and they need kind of someone like book and then you've got this New Orleans team where you know I, Alvarado or Jones you got these young kids where yeah they're not as good like I, I'd probably rather have the Suns role players but their upside is higher so end of the day right like the the Pels probably win one more and and, and cp3 is just annoying as, as hell he'll probably <laughs> pull it out and say like if i had to put money on it but I, and you know the other thing is and, and people like go crazy when you say it's just cp3 is probably gonna get hurt like he's probably like that's just who he, he it has been every should, single yeah. postseason like he plays he's just
1: not they feel hurt. like you're wishing for it but you're not you're just saying yeah. like it's gonna happen most likely he's
0: 36 like he's just he's old, he's old for a basketball player so even if they win this series it's it's a tough stretch but again you look at the rest of the west we've got utah and, and dallas coming up tonight like who knows where that's gonna go we thought that was gonna be, be dallas right like it's yeah it's a bloodbath in, in the west and and the war is just sitting there and, and and you're just sitting there and just take care of business on wednesday night and and you're good
1: Yeah. And they could still I know a lot of people were a little like disappointed because they were like, oh, they won't get that super long rest or they won't get a week off. But if the Grizzlies series goes seven, they can still get close to a week off if they take care of business on Wednesday, because, you know, that series wouldn't start till next Tuesday, probably. So um, and I think that's a good amount of rest, because if they really would have ended it before, you're talking about actually over a week of rest, maybe like eight, nine days, um, and, and that's good, but it also may not be, you know, like, I was I don't gonna know. say, do you, like, <laughs> is, is someone
0: hurt, like, okay, is, is, are you telling me Steph is, like, it looks like Steph's okay, I know they were still worried about his foot, right, when he came back, but looks like he played 37, looked great yesterday, so, you know, unless those seven days are going right. to get Steph to 100%. Like, I think this is kind of who you got. Like, Jordan Poole is always kind of writhing on the floor in some pain, but he's always fine, right? Draymond, Draymond probably needs it the most, I would say. Yeah, like, Draymond Copper,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: So, but still, end of day, like, if you get four days, which looks like if they win on Wednesday, they'll get, A they'll get at least three, they'll <laughs> get Thursday, Friday, they'll get three days, right? Like, they'll get minimum three days um
1: and 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 if you count this time off right now because like they played sunday but they're getting these days before they play again
0: it's not like they're denver is not a um they're not beating you up like 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 you're not beating you up physically uh in these games it's not the most physical basketball game so i i think they'll be fine they also haven't played playoff games in two years like this team isn't the one that went to five straight finals right so um and then clay is another guy you think about rest, right? Um that, that he's probably gonna need the need some rest with the two leg injuries. That's a guy where it's like, man, he played 31 minutes the other day. He probably could have played like 40 and you're just
1: watching him. Right. Like, he came off clay injuries. Is impressive. Like right? crazy. I mean, just to see how he's playing right now. Like I thought to even get to this clay, we maybe wouldn't see it till next year. Um, the defense I know is a next year thing, like to maybe get back to a higher level of a defensive player but I mean the way he's shooting again and just it's it's really incredible yeah
0: no, I've never seen but it I was I was ta- I was thinking about this it's crazy that teams six seven eight nine years in still double step and leave clay open it's just <laughs> still to this day it is just clay's open clay's open and that is not he's just not the guy you ever want to leave open he will shoot it every time and he will make it every single time it's especially in crunch time So.
1: And now we have Jordan pool. Yeah. No, I'm wearing my pool party. There you go. There you go. I Um, I, (laughs) I had to give a little love to Jordan (laughs) Um, who didn't have his, a good game. It was probably, yeah, definitely his worst game so far in the series and maybe worst game in just a while, you know Um, what were you seeing? Cause I think you know, it looked like Denver made an adjustment by putting, like, Aaron Gordon on him, and that seemed to bother him somewhat. So, what do you think – do you think Kerr will make any adjustment for that, or what do you, how do you think they'll handle that? Yeah, I, well, first off,
0: I, Steph's back in the starting lineup on Wednesday. I, some part of me feels like Jordan Poole is coming off the bench.
1: Is he? Has that yeah, been announced? I, I, I No,
0: heard. no, but I would assume. I, just, okay. no, I, have, I have no idea, but just – from what you see with this team and what, what you hear from Steph, and mean, obviously he's going to start, right? And I think with Steve, he's just – I just – I don't think that Steve wants to start with the small lineup. I think he thinks if we can just put Looney on Jokic to start the first five minutes, we can get away with five minutes, which is like, well, Draymond picked up a foul in 30 seconds in, in the last game. So it's like, did that really do anything for you? But – End of the day, I think Paul is coming off the bench again. So I think that's one adjustment. I think the other adjustment is really,
1: they, you think yeah. he's really going to make him come off? He, like, I
0: disagree, but uh, yeah. it's
1: so ridiculous to me, like, yeah. that he's so crazy about this.
0: I, I just, I, I don't know why, right? I mean, I do know why. We do know why. It's Steve, he'll always go with the vets. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think with him, it's like, okay, like, you, we're not benching Wiggins, right? You, you want him for defense, you also you know, he's older, He he's not going, he just, I think Wiggins doesn't care about being benched, but I just think that... You actually really
1: need him on the court. But that's the thing, you need Jordan too. I,
0: that's, there you go. I mean, you play your best five is what I would go with, but again, I, look, I, I don't, like, I, I, feel, I just, I think that's what he's going to do. We, we don't know, but I think that's one adjustment that he's it's not even an adjustment. Just one thing he's going to do. I think the other adjustment is you've got to have pull on, on the floor with Steph or clay on at all times. Like that's the other thing. They played this lineup in the second quarter where it was just Steph and like me, like four, yeah, Andy, so that like was four awful. of you. And like I think that's just not, not acceptable. And I think that's a lineup where Jordan Poole has to be, has to be in. Um, You just, you just, it's not okay to play those lineups like Andre looks cooked at least in that game. So that's the other adjustment. Play him next to Steph, play him next to clay where he can get more open looks and and easier shots and, and kind of make life easier for him, but he'll be fine. He'll be with the, I don't think there's anybody more confident than Jordan on the Warriors. So I think
1: we'll have a bounce back. Yeah. I'm not that worried about Jordan. I, um, I don't remember what I was going to say. I lost my thought, but um, yeah, Kurt, you know, I saw, I saw a tweet and I wish I saved it, but like it was talking about a lineup or like the minutes where like Steph and Dre weren't on the court. And it was kind of like, why is there ever like, like, why is that a thing? You know, like we're neither one of them or out there. It's just some of the things he does or is like just mind boggling to me. I just, don't get but you know yeah like like we're not gonna talk about Kerr because (laughs) (laughs) we're we're two people who are probably looked at as like Kerr haters and Uh, so (laughs) well you know (laughs) and I don't even think you're as bad as me
0: (laughs) (laughs) right like to me like the game that he did that he coached on what like Sunday wasn't that it wasn't that bad. It had a lot very a lot of Kerr things were with the lineups and then you see the that that let's say this that last play call was one of the worst play calls I have ever seen, ever seen. And I think you can make as many excuses about that play call as you want, but just under those circumstances, with the way this team operates and the way you have Steph Curry, completely unacceptable. No like I'm a Twitter coach, right? So we're all Twitter, we're all Twitter coaches. And I think that in this scenario, in this vacuum scenario of that play, even Steve himself agreed.
1: Uh, yeah it like I honestly didn't have that much criticism for him honestly but that except the the ATO was just like it was ridiculous oh my lord um I I liked the Kaminga minutes I've been like saying, why hasn't Kaminga been playing in this series only because I went back and I watched like the matches with Denver and I looked to see like how those games went. And in the the one game they actually won. And I know some of the ones they didn't win. It was the baby dubs and there were like mm-hmm. other players missing, blah, blah, blah. But in the one game that they won, Kaminga like went off in that game, you know, and I, and he seemed to just do well though, for the most part throughout the series. So I'm just like, why aren't you playing Kamingo? Like, I'm sure you guys went back and looked to see how he was. And I get it. I know he's just going to like go with the vet, but I just, I was actually really shocked that Kamingo didn't get minutes earlier in this series. And you know, that he was just so hell bent on going to belly. And like there are people who like, in my mentions every day, like belly's playing well. No, he's not. He played one good game. <laughs> he was confident in, an, in another. And there've really been a lot of like not great moments but like they've just won in spite of it you know yep. i yep. i just didn't think the the belly minutes were necessary and I would have preferred that they go to Kaminga so I mean what did you think about his time on the court
0: classic Steve just just Kaminga comes in the team's down 15 points and he's got a guard Nikola Jokic it's just like throw this 19 year old kid in the fire right just and, and you do it in game four after you just haven't played him in like two weeks just my right good, my goodness other than that though I thought he looked good um right, there was a
1: little rust in the beginning but once he like settled yeah He's which is good. like, can
0: you can you blame the kid, right? It's like, can exactly. you you just expect him to come out the ball out? No, he came out, he looked a little nervous and a little scared and then got a dunk in and he was fine. Like he made the same mistakes he always does, which is he doesn't know the defensive schemes and he doesn't know where to go on offense. And you literally the first play down the court, you can see Steph telling him who to guard on defense. And I was laughing, but you know what? It doesn't like the impact that he has is so great. The upside that he has is so great that, when you have players especially vets that are struggling so badly and i think steve actually did a good job of this in that game is that we never saw belly again
1: yeah never
0: saw belly again after that first half and i think he probably could
1: have pulled andre a little earlier to be honest that's the one
0: where it's like i, I know that I know. it's andre but he yeah. was
1: not he, he was
0: bad and and, and i think steve I actually like i like he threw shit at the wall he was just like let's try andre at the five i would have i would have tried looney at the five instead but it's like he tried to zone right a little bit so he kind of threw andre to the wolves there but then andre offensively was bad too right so um yeah i'm i'm with you where you might as well try it out like but i i can see him not playing Kaminga again in game five just because i think I think with Steve, he's always going to go with the guys that he thinks and understands where to be defensively. And just like, even if their physical limitations allows them to struggle, which it will with Belly, um, that he's just going to, tr- and, and Looney, he's just going to trust that. And I think with game five, I think with game five, it's not a must win.
1: It is. but
0: but it kind of like he it should go nine is.
1: like just no belly, just go nine, trust the nine guys, yeah. and yeah. that's what I think he should do, you know. Because belly's really like a 10th, 10th guy, really. Yeah. Yeah. And I just he thought is. if there was gonna be a 10th guy, it was gonna be Kaminga, not him. Um, yeah, it was the March 10th game. I went back and looked. Kaminga 18 points on seven to twelve shooting, and you know where I thought he could have been helpful is really against like Denver's second unit, right? Like, I thought like he could exploit those as mismatches because like there's none of those guys have anything for him you know um oh wow but we better win this game and i don't want it to be a close game where i'm like down to the end like oh my god are we gonna win they better go in there and like blow them out we're gonna be at home and the crowd is gonna be giving them energy pool needs to have a bounce back game like we just need to end these guys
0: it, it feels like a blowout. It feels like a, you know, like a three, four point game going into maybe, maybe going into the late second and then they kind of blow it open uh, uh, going into the half, kind of like the, a remake of games one and two, right? Kind of just, they'll keep it close, they'll keep it close. And then we saw how Jokic was exhausted um, at the end of game four. He didn't come in the fourth quarter till like, I want to say till like seven minutes to go, which is crazy. I mean, he's the MVP. Um, of the league and and he's just not going to play the first half of the fourth quarter which you know the Warriors kind of lost that game in the first half of the fourth quarter where just they just they lost to Cousins uh, and that and that
1: bench lineup like what what was going on there so, so I, I, I think this was team... crazy that they didn't attack him though on the other end like fine he's going to score and do that but why why are we not attacking him on the other end and exploiting that mismatch like it didn't make sense to me
0: classic Steve I mean the the quote Steve had after the game was like we we felt like we dribbled too much um and and didn't and didn't like pass enough which to me I was like y'all didn't y'all should have dribbled more like you know just run a freaking pick and roll like this this game is over now you know I understand the the way he goes about it I mean you you know part of you know we talked about KD earlier like part of why KD left is is he didn't like playing in Steve's offense right like he just didn't he just didn't want to do these things that Steve wanted to do and he always felt like Steve was too stubborn which Steve is um there has to be a balance and i always think that that steve gets there i mean we saw them run pick and roll only in the fourth in the late fourth quarter with steph but you gotta get there earlier right there there's just there's just no reason for this team not to come out and blitz them just with 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 isos like just with pick and rolls because why, why are we passing around around the horn with this this denver team is not good defensively so Right. We'll, we'll see. They should put them away in game five. It would be massively disappointing if this thing goes to six. Just, just no reason for it to.
1: So I'm curious, who would you prefer to see in the second round? Because I really, before the playoffs started, I really wanted Memphis because they just talk so much. But like now I'm like, I feel like Memphis is being exposed a little bit. Um, and if they were to lose to, to the wolves, they're going to get humbled anyway, but like, if we can get the wolves, then we'd have home court in that series. So now I'm almost leaning that I want the wolves because we'd actually have home court in that matchup. Um, but do you feel like one of those are harder matchups for us just based on the personnel?
0: I think Memphis is a harder matchup. I think easily, I I think with, with Minnesota, I think it's pretty easy to beat Minnesota. I think Delos Delos a a C defensively. I think you can lock him down pretty easily. I think Anthony Edwards is—he's is, damn near hobbling on that knee right now, but I think he's still too too kind of like. I think he still doesn't know, especially in these playoff games, how to win. I think I think Cat is just someone. I mean, he's just someone. Draymond's gonna own. Like it's just we've seen it before. We'll see it this time, right? Um, and Jokic just Jokic and Draymond are pretty much two two and two right now, right? Like Jokic just has bit has two great games, and and then Draymond's outplayed him in two games. So I think it's gonna be a different story with Cat. Cat's not even in Jokic's level. Um,
1: right. So I
0: think that's the matchup that you want. Draymond for a low Bet.
1: IQ team too. They are. Like- they are. Just the shot selection and their coach, their coach may have done something worse than any coach I've ever seen. I mean, just the letting the run go without calling the timeout. So, I mean, I would think he wouldn't do that again, but like, I just, I don't know. I would like them. So I would, I think I would like them to beat um, mostly I want it because of home court, but I think I would like them to beat Memphis. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's Minnesota series of five game series Memphis. Yeah. I mean, Memphis is, I thought it would be a tough series going in. I kept thinking that for the last month of regular season, Then the more I thought about, the more I watched, the more I was like, yeah, Memphis is not, they're not, they're yeah. not. I mean, it's, I still think like that's a six game series. Like I think the Warriors win that in six games, um, but it's not this like, I, at first, I kind of was like, oh, they're kind of similar to how OKC was in 2016. Like, I might run you over and this and that, but I'm just like, no, no. OKC at KD. Like, yeah. that, and Russ was good for some of that series. And, and like, that was MVP level Russ. Like, you know, we're talking right. about the Russ that we're seeing today, right? So, um, and that that level of Russ, we could say is, like, just as good as, as John Morant right now. Like That Russ was good. So, I don't think... Like, i I probably pick that, like, Warriors in six against Memphis, and I'd pick Warriors in five against Minnesota. Like, that that seems like a very easy, like, two wins at home, go to Minnesota, they win one because they can't miss from three, and they got this crazy crowd, then you steal one, and then you win one at home. Like, kind of like how it is with Denver. Like, right. with Minnesota, it kind of feels like and, – and for the Warriors, like, that's that's best-case scenario right now for this team who's kind yeah. of just – the Warriors are in a perfect place to win a championship this season right now.
1: I would pick Grizzlies in six if we faced them and I'd only pick them in six, not again because of the matchup, but because of home court, because I think, I think like even if they still one of those first two, like on the road, and then you come home and let's say you win your two at home, I think it would still go be hard to go into a game five in Memphis and and get another one where they're like fighting for their lives and and yeah. stuff like that. So I think they would just come back home for six. But like if that was a, a home court series for the Warriors, I would actually probably pick us to win that in five too. Yeah. Um. So that's what that's what changes it for me. St- starting
0: on the road is is uh, is interesting. Yeah. Um, when was the last time the Warriors started a series on the road? I, I can't do. Have they ever?
1: The did Rockets, they start on the- I think.
0: Oh, what yeah. Year you're was right. that? Wow. That's 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 great memory. Uh, Yeah, they did. That was. Well, actually, that was a year. That was the, the second championship with Kevin Durant, yeah. So the third overall. You're right. You're right. And they won game one, I believe.
1: I don't even remember the order. I just know that we didn't have home court. In that yeah.
0: Season. Yeah. Well, the Warriors were down three, two. I remember and they were down by like 18 at home game six and Clay brought them back. Uh, Wow. Good times. Um, uh, Yeah, that would be the last one because I think starting on the road is pretty cool for the Warriors because you just know they'll win one like yeah. they'll, they'll just win one and all of a sudden they've got home court advantage like I think that's like there's just Memphis is not beating them twice in a row like that's just that's just not happening now you got to go home and win your two right but right I think that's that's a cool scenario for for the Warriors to go in on the road and see if they can beat Memphis but again <laughs> Memphis got to take care of business man they're in a dog fight Uh, and it's it's not and it's not like they're beating the shit out of Minnesota like they they've only done it one time just in one game they've beaten them yeah
1: yeah Yeah. um so let's talk about the east really quickly because those series seem to be a little bit more decided well one is actually decided um I think the bucks are going to take care of business I think the heat are going to take care of business so the Sixers Raptors are interesting I mean I think the Sixers will still win but Embiid is banged up and you know, so I don't I don't know what they're going to be like in a second round series, but the Celtics are looking, you know, dangerous. And I mean, I think for most of the season, everybody had the Bucks probably coming out the east. Sometimes you hear the heat. People didn't know what was going on with the Nets, but now the Nets are gone. But I mean, the Celtics have just emerged and um, I would be really interested in a Warrior Celtics finals. I, I would like that. <laughs> that more, than, would... more than I would like a Bucks finals, to be honest.
0: Yeah. You think, you think, because is, is it because you think the Bucks are a tougher matchup or you think?
1: No, I mean, I actually, I, I don't, I don't think, first of all, I don't think the Bucs have been as dominant this season, like mm-hmm. as they normally have. And people have all their different theories and reasons behind it, but they just haven't been as dominant as a team to me. Um, but I mean, obviously you know, you'd have Giannis and like you'd have that level player on the court. But there's just something to me about teams that can play defense the way that Brooklyn plays defense. And I think that would actually make them a harder matchup. Um, And Jason Tatum is like really putting himself into a conversation to say, like, we may have to recognize him as a top 10 guy now. And so, I mean, he's definitely like up there in terms of who he is as a player, Um, but I just think their defense and because I just, I just think it would be a fun matchup. Our games versus the Celtics are always great. Like those are always good games. They're always entertaining. Um, I just think it would be a fun series. I think it would be entertaining. I think it would get like great ratings. You know, those are all the things I'm thinking about, not necessarily, but I, I do think they would be a tough matchup. I actually would probably, if we were playing a team, I'd actually prefer in terms of like, the team I think is easier I actually think it's the Bucks wow. just because, because I don't I don't I don't trust Middleton and 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 Drew like that like like I know what Giannis did was so impressive last year especially on a hyperextended knee but it was first wow. the Suns it was first the Suns and um I just Middleton and Drew they're they're very good they don't move me though but like yeah. And the Celtics, they have some offensive issues. So yeah. they do, but their defense yeah, is yeah. so real. It is so real. And I'm just like, that's gonna be a tough defense. So like I actually think they're the harder matchup, but um, I would just like it. I think it would just be a more fun series if it wasn't.
0: Celtics. Yeah. I I I I see that. I, I I see the sense behind that, and I think that it's a close call. Um it's crazy because they're playing each other. <laughs> they're going to be, we're going to find out. And it, it's a little unlucky that the Bucs don't have Chris Middleton, but I would like to see, uh, you know, this Boston defense has been incredible, but I would like to see them. They gone up against Katie and Kyrie and they effectively locked them down except, you know, Katie Ky- went off tonight, but I would like to see how they do against, against Giannis. Giannis is a different animal. I think with Katie, he's a very skilled finesse kind of, especially now that he's older. Just kind of like I'm gonna get to my jump shot, and Giannis is like, no, fuck that. I'm gonna go right through you." Like that's his, that's his mentality, and I think that's a problem. <laughs> I think that's a that's a problem. We'll find we'll find out, right? It's a lot of Grayson Allen uh, happening right now, and then we'll see. Um, so I-, I think the tougher matchup for me is, is is still Giannis, but I also think like they're about to play each other. They're about to kill each other for a series, and then you've got Miami. That's gonna go up against this Philly series. Like Toronto's about to win two in a row. They're going back to Toronto and Wait, MD- is,
1: Are they about to win? I haven't yeah, been watching they, they, the game.
0: Yeah, they're is up by the blowout. 40. It's it's over. They won by 15. So Toronto wins by 15. Now they're going back to Toronto for game six. Harden looks like he's cooked. Embiid Holy has that hand injury.
1: Shit.
0: Right. So it's like I
1: did not realize that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So to me without it's like, Fred. Without Fred. Yep. Yep. so it's interesting i think the heat have a pretty easy you know can't say easy it's a postseason but they have an easier path right and so um it's it's interesting the the east has gotten gotten a, uh, because of that so uh we'll, we'll see uh i think for me i think i want to see boston's defense tested a different way um because if it is boston warriors i think you are you will be seeing the number one offense versus the number one defense which is pretty cool
1: right i mean Giannis is not gonna just be like he's gonna create more issues for them because he's not like kevin durant kevin durant actually makes it easy for you easier for you to take him away by the style he plays right and just like isolation and you know he just doesn't he doesn't pose the same issues when you're trying to guard him um but I just think that like, to me, I will see, I don't know what the the Celtics game plan is going to be, but I think especially Middleton could maybe come back during that series. Cause I don't know if it's, if they've said, if his, if his sprain is a grade one or grade two, I haven't heard anything on the grading. I just know he's going to be re-evaluated in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So from whenever it happened, so it's possible he could maybe come back midway in that series or something, but I just think, like, they're probably going to test the theory of, like, what happens if you take away Giannis's guys and, like, can he beat you? Because they can't okay. guard the other guys, you okay. know? Um, and then, you know, you have, like, Williams is back, so you kind of have, like, Williams throw on him and Al Harford's there, and you have, like, some different people and that you can throw at him and, and, and see. You know, you're not going to stop him. He's Giannis.
0: That, that might be, I mean, just defensively, they might be the only team that can guard the Warriors left in the postseason. Boston. Like just just thinking about it, they have, they have the wings. They have Marcus Smart. They, I, if you were to pick one team, yeah, that that's probably the team, uh, because you're looking at the rest rest of the league. I I don't see how any team guards a three guard lineup. It's just not. It's just right. sim, simply not possible.
1: Um, right. So it'll be interesting. Um, yeah. Okay, the last thing I wanted to talk about was um, MIP because it came out today that Jaw won Most Improved Player and lots of Warriors fans are upset because Jordan Poole wasn't even a finalist. And I actually didn't think Jordan would win um, because I kind of feel like you got to be in that conversation from the beginning of the season. And I just feel like the way he was yo-yoed around this year and, you know, like started coming off the bench, his minutes, sometimes Lee was getting minutes over him. Just, you know, it wasn't really till like when Steph went out really, but like the last month plus that like he kind of had like a consistent you know role so i didn't think that he would win but i did think that he would be a finalist and i was sort of surprised not to see him in the top three were you surprised by that at all and like yeah. what do you think about Ja winning it
0: the ward is kind of meaningless The two, like, that's my first thought is just kind of like, what is most improved? Like, what is, do we ever remember who's most improved? Right. So it's kind of weird. I'd be curious to see what Jordan Poole thinks about it. Like, does Jordan Poole care? Like, part of me feels like he doesn't give a shit, but I don't know. Right. Like he's young. He's looking for a contract extension. He might care um now for for the award itself yeah i think it's kind of bullshit like a John, like what are we what are we doing here john Morant was the freaking second overall pick he's been incredible the moment he walked into the nba we knew he was going to be good maybe we didn't think he was going to be this good but it's like dude's good like he's always going to get better that's how good basketball players are right when you draft a number two player you don't just draft them and he's gonna become the same person three years in, he's going to become better like John Moran. So like, what are we, like, should KD win it? Should, should Steph have won it? Like, what are we talking about? So yeah, I'm, I'm like, I think that's bullshit in itself. Um, the Jordan Poole piece, I think part of it is like, hmm, you'll enjoy this. I think part of it's just like Steve just didn't play him enough. Like that's just right. simply yeah. what happened. And I think like that actually works to his case, but you know how it goes, like with, with someone like that, it's like, he has to play a lot of minutes and he has to score a lot of points, and it didn't happen until the last month and a half, two months of the season that he got those minutes. Right to start the season, he was great. Tailed off because Clay came back and it was kind of in a downhill spell, and partly part of that was him. I think was poor. He was just mad that he got benched, um, and I think he's going to handle it better. Right, I think especially moving forward. So um, it's 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 weird. Yeah, I, I definitely I definitely agree. he's definitely the most improved player by far, just off the fact that he was the worst basketball player as a, as a rookie he was in the freaking g league last year um but on the on the other hand i think it's like you know if you're jordan Poole, like i think he can be happy because he knows uh he's he's gonna get 25 million plus
1: <laughs> right he's gonna
0: get he's gonna get paid
1: out and if it's not you the, think warriors- the warriors are gonna max him they're not gonna let him go they're not gonna do what the okc did with james harden right no no I mean you can even
0: compare to like the Reggie Jackson thing is what OKC did right too but you're actually that's a better comparison now right like Jordan Poole was kind of the the Reggie Jackson comparison now it's like shit I mean he might be James Harden they'll pay him I think it'll be at the expense of Andrew Wiggins um because I think it'll be like Wiggins is just super expensive and if they can re-sign him for a little bit they might but I think like that's that's I mean Moody and Kaminga like those are the guys that like if I were if I own the team which I never will. Like I would be if I didn't want to pay the luxury tax, I would just be like, well, I could either get Wiggins, give Wiggins twenty mil and pay luxury tax, or like, there's a reason why they drafted Kaminga and Moody, right? Like, so I think they'll they'll re-sign Paul and then they'll get those guys. But I don't, you know, these guys they love Wiggins, like this they love them. They they love. Do you love think they would they,
1: trade him next year or that's try to question. get him to commit to like? I mean, is it like a short deal for like a lot of money, or would it be like trying to take a discounted? Yeah, like, that's, I, like and I don't know Wiggins, how all that stuff works with the tax but because I brought this up recently in like a spaces and like apparently like people were really upset that I was even suggesting you know and I and I wasn't saying like I think you've seen my tweets I'm a yeah. Andrew Wiggins stan I love yeah. him um I just was just like I just don't know if they're gonna just based on what they've said in terms of like what they want to pay. I don't I don't know if they're gonna want to pay for five max contract guys, especially for a guy who's your fourth option, who's basically now when pool is getting, you know, his usage has gone up, he's maybe now a 12 to 15 point guy a night versus like a 15 to 18 point guy. And you do need his defense. So like I'm not like discrediting that, but I just I don't know if they're gonna want to do it like you said, like when they have Kaminga there. And if you do resign, Andrew, it's also just a natural conflict with stunting like Kaminga's growth, right? His that's development. So I was just speaking about that, but people were like very upset with me. Like I was suggesting we trade Wiggins, and I. Yeah, I mean, him. like
0: in theory, <laughs> in the- in theory, Kaminga's a better fit at the closing lineup at the four because you get a rim pressure guy that's consistently to the rim finishing. Um, he's not a. He's not a better shooter, uh, and he's also not a better perimeter defender, but he's a guy that theoretically can get rebounds and help help Draymond protect the rim a little bit. And you would think that maybe Jordan Poole gets better defensively and Clay can kind of get back to that. So, like, I think that's what they think. But at the same time, it's going to be very hard to just let Wiggins walk away for nothing. And I think that's, that's the issue because they've kind of – they traded for him. They helped him rehab his image into this, you know, very, very strong role player. And um, I, I, I I don't, it's a very interesting situation. I, I don't actually know. What, I just think that's what they're going to do. I have no idea what they're going to do. Yeah, um, I don't either. I have it's, no idea.
1: But I think these are the questions, like, in the background, my, yeah. is my guess.
0: We're a ways away. We're a ways yeah. away. They may, look, if, if they have a championship under their belt, like, they might just sign all of them. Like, I just right. they might just sign all of them. Like, and
1: i would love that i would yes. i would love yeah. them to just go all in because they're billionaires right and like this yeah. is honestly not something that they can't afford it's yeah. just like an arbitrary threshold that they've set that they don't want to pay more than yeah. so
0: it's like they um, can afford it elon must just pay 40 billion dollars exactly.
1: for the app that we're on. exactly joe so will let the fine. record reflect that natalie wants to keep andrew wiggins i love wigs i'm the one who begged warriors world for wiggins apparel (laughs) and finally she gave it to me like like i am a wiggins fan um andy thank you thank you so much for coming on are we winning the chip this year i think
0: i think the warriors are i i think that's that's i I had that feeling a little bit kind of going into it but you're just watching the postseason you're watching this teams you're watching these teams and i think that their biggest challenge might be coming out of the east and we don't even know who's coming out of the East. Like right. that that's like it, you go to the finals and anything is possible. Anything can happen. I think the Warriors, I think they're winning one. And I think Steph gets his fourth. Man, he is on. He is, he is on the finals
1: a, MVP this year.
0: Jordan Poole's gonna get the final <laughs> That'd be funny, right? Jordan Everyone Poole
1: is it. saying this and it's annoying me. Not because I funny. don't love Jordan, but like I just need to No, not- he'll 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 get one where it's like
0: he, people know he got snubbed. Like, he got snubbed the first year they won a championship, and I think people are starting to understand that, hey, those two seasons that they won with KD, yeah, KD was pretty freaking great. Uh, I mean, did you hear Charles clear. Barkley's comment? Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Why like, didn't he,
1: did he go to step further, though, and just say Steph was the best player? Like, he, like, really, like, it It pains him Shaq should have done, done it. Shaq should have done
0: it because Shaq loves Kurtz. Shaq loves Steph. He should have done it. I, I just think people, even if Steph kind of has like a quote-unquote like whatever in finals, like I think that's he's going to get one if they win it because I think it's at that point in career, it's like everybody knows like, hey, the success of this team, it's nobody else but Steph Curry. Like right. Draymond's awesome. Clay's awesome. Jordan Poole's going to be awesome. But that is the guy.
1: I actually and, think uh, he's going to go for it. I, I, I would have never thought that about him. And this is going to sound like a really silly thing. And then I promise like I'm going to wrap. But When I saw him go for the all-star MVP, that's when I was like, and it's not the same gravity or weight, but it's also that Steph understands that like all of the guys actually have one of those, like Kobe has one, Katie has one, LeBron has one, like Jordan, like they all have them, like all of the great of the greats they do even though it's like not an award we really care about, but it's just like a resume checker, you know? And so I just feel like, and I never thought I would see Steph like go for an award. And I was just like, I think he knows, he knows he just has to get the finals MVP shit off of his back. And I think he's going to go for it. I do. I really do. So I think he's going to win it finally, but it's just like, everyone's like, oh, it's got to be pool. it's going to be pool. And I'm just like, I wish I yeah. would stop putting that energy into the universe. And I love pool, but I just, I'm so tired of people talking about this thing with Steph. It just needs to end.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's getting to the age where he understands like what he still needs in the cupboard. Um, and uh, I mean, if he feels like finals MVP is, is what he needs. It's great. I, I personally, like to me, it's like,
1: no one cared about we we know, MVPs. we
0: know yeah we know we know what Steph is I think but you know end of the day it's it's you know I think Steph knows I and mean, we saw him gun for it in 2018 right he
1: Yes, was, right yeah, he, he was going yeah. for it in 2017 to be honest like he's always I mean, he was
0: there. I mean he's he was the best we've ever seen in 2017 yeah. I mean my god I mean that that yeah. guy was he was anyway I he just I, really I think has I that s- one
1: bad game and so he has to like not do that
0: his bad games are, are uglier than other people's bad games, yes. I I think with, with Steph. But yeah, you know, I think as long as they look, if they win a fourth championship, I could I you know, Draymond could win the finals. The MVP. Oh my yeah, god. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck Four it.
1: Championship?
0: Yeah, yeah. That, that that that'll be that's where we're gonna live. So yeah. It's good stuff.
1: Andy, thank you so much for coming on. I, you know, normally I plug my guests. You don't need any plugging You're like one of the most popular people, but no. you guys check out Andy, follow him. I can't believe there's anyone who would be listening to my show who doesn't already follow you. Um, and light years pod, check them out. They're one of the main voices of like warriors, Twitter, like coverage of the warriors they have on great guests. So Check them out, and um, I'll be seeing you on the TL, Andy. And go Dubs. We're winning it this year. Let's go. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Take care.